Lau und weiß sein Leben lang. Herzlich willkommen zurück auf Schalke America, your number one source for the Kanapenschmieder here, our dedicated podcast only to the Kanapenschmieder. Uh, they're the only team that seems to be winning at the moment. So, uh, no, I, I jest, I jest. Uh, you are the only English Schalke podcast worldwide. I am solo tonight. My voice is a little off tonight. Both Jack and I are sick as a dog. I'm recovering, so my voice is a little bit better at the moment than better able to come out here but we had a couple days of fester a couple days to let that anger simmer it really hasn't simmered has it? it it hasn't it hasn't so we just got to get it stuff off our chest we can't go the entire international break without saying something uh so we'll we'll do it tonight uh we'll leave it we'll end it on a little canapa tribute note too because let's end it on positivity we're we're on the international break as well But my goodness, uh, I, I think that I'm thinking both Jack and I are sick because of what Shaka are doing to us, right? They're, they're not, it's not good for our bodies or for our health or for our mind. But hey, this is why we love the club, right? Um, <laughs> back to the Depression Therapy Podcast. I love it. It's not a Blues Monday. It's a Blues Wednesday. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's just going to be a therapy session. It is. It is. We got a, we got a episode 200 coming up next. Maybe we do a therapy session for that, huh? We, I think we need it at this point, and we'll have a group therapy session or something. But um, let's let's get that game out of the way. It was uh, a heartburn. I still got heartburn from that game. Um, we have to talk about it. Uh, but looking at the lineups uh, for we were the host. Oh, we weren't the host, but um, man, it doesn't matter. We a team like Wiesbaden. We said going into the game that we should got a win, should get a win, and at least going to the international break. Not in the greatest of form, but at least we have a win and we can kind of regroup. Didn't do that, did we? We looked okay for most of the game, and then we'll get to that. Uh, look at the lineups. Uh, first for Wiesbaden, uh, Stritzel and goal with uh, Fechner, Matthijsen, and McCartsons in the back. Uh, Mokenhaupt, Jakobsen, Heuser, and Riebel uh, in the midfield with Jonjic and uh, Froese with uh, Pertain in the top. Um, Wasn't too worried about this team coming to this game. Looking at our lineup, I felt confident in the game. But again, how we've been playing has not been the best of ball, has it? Uh, stand, fairly standard lineup for our team. Um, nothing really too surprising here. Muller, obviously, in goal. Bruner, back in the right with Baumgartel, Kaminsky. We did sign Kalash uh, in the defense, but he would not be. He would not get f featured in this game. Thomas Oyan on the left. Midfield three of uh, Seguin, Templeman, and Odraogo. And up top, you had more insertion of Tobias Moore with Taroda and Kozuki. That's a really surprise by Kozuki because I think our options are limited. More surprised by Moore. Uh, interesting insertion there for Thomas Rice. I was already questioning his starting 11 when I saw Tobias Moore. However, he would he would end up paying off uh, towards the end of the game. Um, this game was an, uh, certainly an interesting one. Uh, statistics will say... We had the better of the play. Um, overall, looking at this game, you know, five on target for us. They had three. Of course, a lot of those three probably came towards the end of the game. They really had one opportunity in the first half. Really weren't doing anything effectively until we let them play. Uh, at the end, we kind of gave up, it seemed like. 
possession 50 50 but again you know it was closer than expected i mean corners we had the advantage seven to three um surprisingly Thomas Oyan had our most shots on the team in this game, which is, I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing. We did see uh, Merkin get his uh, debut for the club. Um, he came on in relief as did Latza, Poulter, Kiki Top. We got to see who I thought was impressive, Matriciani. Uh, but Derry John Merkin, John Merkin, Derry, uh, interesting performance. He had a um, bittersweet game, I would say. Bittersweet game. Um, but yeah, 0 0 and a half time. We were looking okay. I was, again, I wanted a goal just to get, get things going. Um, and it finally came in the 54th minute. A Thomas, uh, Thomas Muller, um, Marius Muller with a wonderful clearance over the top. Misses, misses Taroda and whoever the defender was uh, marking him. Falls to Tobias Moore. Tobias Moore calmly heads it back to Odraogo, who was heads up, sees Merkin on the left-hand side at this point, who had come into the game. Uh, feeds it over to him, who quickly passes crosses back into the middle, finds Tobias Moore in the middle, puts it away nicely. Well done by Moore. Uh, excellent finish there. We had some chances prior to that. I, I, you know, as the game was ticking on, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, 0 0 for this long time. We're not going to get this, are we? But Tobias Moore scored a goal, and I thought, okay, the floodgates would open at this point. Lovely goal again. I guess it was, it was beautiful passing. Muller gets credit for the heads up play, clearing it deep. And then Tobias Moore dropping it off for Odraogo. Can't say more enough about Odraogo with the heads up there. And then Merkin did what you want to do from the left-hand side. You want him to give give the striker, give the person who's in the box a chance to score a goal. He did that. Tobias Moore put it away. Happy at that point. I'm like, if Tobias Moore is going to score, we're going to win this game. Um, and we looked in control for 80 minutes, 75, 80 minutes. And then for whatever the hell reason... We just stopped playing. We decided that we were going to park the bus when we have no team absolute at all that's capable of parking the bus. We have one of the worst defenses in the Svita Liga, giving up, well, I don't know, eight, nine goals so far this year. And we thought we could defend for the last 10 minutes. Like, so what the hell is Rice thinking? Um, you brought in Matriciani, and I forget what, a minute, what minute he came on. Um, but, and what sucks about this too, right? They had more chances than I'd like, for sure. Mueller came up with some big saves. And then we had this moment of clarity where we, we got some things moving on the offensive side. Five minutes to go in the game. Kiki Tapu came in, and I really like Kiki Tapu when he came in. I thought when he when he got uh, included into the game, he and Odorogo started um, kind of picked up where Odorogo was you know, looking decent from the beginning. And then Kiki Tapu came on, and I thought he looks good with, with uh, Sebastian Poulter. Uh, up top, he was a little. It was a it was a second striker, but playing a little bit more uh, on the wing there. And he, he set up Latza, Danny Latza, right into the box. Latza comes in the box, takes a shot. Nine out of ten players in that situation would go far post, and at least you go far post. You give yourself a chance that if the goalkeeper saves it, it bounces to whoever's in the middle, which would be Sebastian Poulter and maybe a couple other players there, and there's a chance for a rebound. Latza saw an opening on the shorthand side, went for it. He beat the goalkeeper. Hit the freaking post, and you knew at that point uh, this is how the football gods work, right? Uh, you you fail on one end, it goes back the other way, and they score a goal. Now it didn't happen right away, but Latza and Schalke and Rice rued that moment, rued that miss, and I think it was in the eighth minutes of stoppage time, which stoppage time felt it felt forever, and it was. I mean, eight minutes of stoppage time where the goal happened, where Merkin 
for all the good he did on the opening goal for us, the only goal for us, uh, setting up Tobias Moore. Really lazy when he coming back uh, and did not mark his man. His man beat him clean uh, past the ball. Thomas Oleon slacking as well. He was pointing at Durkin. Like, oh, you, you have to go mark him. But like, what was he wasn't back checking at all. He wasn't back tracking at all, leaving not coming to the box to help up. As you expect, Kaminsky on that play drifts over to try to stop the player who just beat Durkin, um, leaving his guy exposed. That's the guy Thomas Oleon probably should have marked. And the cross comes in, cross uh, gets cut back. The guy takes a shot. The guy that Oleon probably should have had goes past every Matriciani goal line clearance. Unfortunately, goes bounces right off the freaking Wiesbaden player into the goal. Who's he was literally standing on the doorstep. Um, easiest goal he'll score in his life. 1 1 at the death. <sighs> That's a cup punch. And I don't know where to. <laughs> I'm gonna try to not curse in this episode. Even though in the Discord we were chatting, how uh, maybe we'd exchange some uh, curse words in different languages here, right? Uh, feel free to say it in the chat tonight if you want to. I'm gonna try to keep it uh, civil for the most part here. But I don't understand what the hell right Thomas Rice was doing in the last ten minutes of the game. You were in complete control of the game. You keep doing what you're doing, and I know <sighs> majority of the time in games where you you just want to see it out. And you, and I understand the tendency to drop back, play more defensive, and and see the game out. But Chaka, we don't have a defense that can play that kind of football. We've not shown it once in the last how many years? Probably since the last time we're in Swite Liga. We don't have a defense that can do this. We certainly didn't do it last year. And we can't do it this year. We've given up a million goals this year. Um, looking at the table, we've given up um, goals against. Where are we? Nine goals against this year. Nine goals against. What makes Rice think that we can defend the ball with that much time to go? What? <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what the hell was Thomas Rice thinking? Yeah, I, I got the def- I got a great defense. I got a great Svitolinga defense that I could do this. If he had the defense from two years ago with Itakura, I'm like, ciao, a, a better version of Thomas Oweyan, and uh, who the hell was playing right wing at that time? Um, yeah, we could probably do it, right, with the midfield that we had as well. But we didn't. We don't. We don't we don't have those defenders and we have been leaking goals. We couldn't we can't stop a team play, can't stop direct play, we can't stop the runners, can't do anything. So I don't know what the hell thought was going through this process. Maybe he said if I just packed the box with all our players, we'd stop something. But they weren't doing even that. They weren't even coming back on the play. We we're being lazy defensively. And those last 10 minutes was the undoing of the club and uh, of, of in that game at least. I'm not saying overall. And they get a freaking equalizer in a game that they had no right to get a point in. Um and so now we sit there with egg on our face with a draw. And like I said, at the, at the top of the show is that if we went into the international break with a win, we won't be feeling great. But we'd be sitting on um, six points instead of four. And it's still in the same place that we are now. But actually, we would have been ahead of Wiesbaden. But um, actually, yeah. But uh, still... You felt a lot better yourself six points after five games, going to the national break with a win, and you can kind of regroup and the vibes are feeling okay. Now you're going and excuse me, um, with those strings of results. I mean, like we had just come off a game where we played terribly against Holstein Kiel, lost two nothing there. I I checked Braunschweig, lost there, and this game felt like a loss. I mean, it's it's it seems like forever and a decade ago that we'd be kind of slow and three nothing. Right, we had a DP Pokal match where we looked okay. I guess Eintracht, 
on the on the on the on the double header in the league. They even had a red card. We still lost that game, uh, one nothing. And then Holstein Kiel was just terrible from the onset. Didn't look. I mean, look improved. And Thomas Rice went out and said, like, "Oh yeah, we look like a changed team." Yeah, for eighty minutes. It's a ninety-minute game, hundred minutes in this case. And you decide to go all out defense. I hope the hell he learns. He learned from that mistake. I mean, this team is defensively is not built to withstand that kind of pressure, any kind of pressure, any kind of pressure. Uh, and so it's fear. It's infuriating. We got a we got a friendly against Ulm uh, coming up here on Friday. This attack. Let's see. Let's work on some attack because we got Magdeburg coming up. Magdeburg just won their game against who the hell they they played. Um, was it Hertha or somebody? They won six to four, seven to four, something like that. They might score nine goals against us if we play the, the play the way we played the last ten minutes against Wiesbaden. Magdeburg have have firepower. St. Pauli's right after them. Paderborn's right after them. Hertha Berlin's right after them. We got a little bit of a gauntlet coming up here. We need to figure something out. Thomas Rice needs to figure things out, not us. We, we're not out there in practice uh, to see what what the team is doing. And I don't know. People are asking. You see the questions. Rice Rouse. Is it time for Thomas Rice to go? Has he lost the team? What do you think? Let us know in the chat. Let us know in the comments when you listen to the podcast. Tweet us, whatever. Anywhere across social media. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Is it time for Thomas Rice to go? I think Jack and I, I think Jack would agree with me in the sense that, no, it's not yet. Let's not panic just yet. Let's not panic. It's five games into the season. The unfortunate part is we are nine points behind Hamburg at the moment, who are in first. Eight points behind Kiel. Seven points behind Magdeburg. We are already in the hole. We got to play near perfect ball the rest of the way out just to be in the mix for promotion. And, and granted, it can happen. This is fight the league. It's a crazy league. Uh, David says, by the way, since you mentioned the youth setup, our U17s, U19s, and even the second team played attractive brand of football with some great talents. 11 youth nationals is insane, even on a European comparison. Yeah. Yeah. The youngins are, are getting it done. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about them here at the end of the podcast. Because uh, we want to end on some positivity, but yeah, the, the youth team are, are doing well. I mean, uh, they just won their uh, first round of the of their, the Pokal Junior and the Junior Pokal seven uh, two something like that. Um, so yeah, the, the youngsters are playing the brand of football we want. I think this team can play. It just I don't know what the hell is going on with the team right now. I don't know if it's just a it's a purple patch or what the heck's going on with the team. But we are not playing well. We did improve. I I will agree with Rice. We looked better against Wiesbaden than we did against Kiel, <laughs> All right? It's the only way to go from shit is go up, right? Um, but, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what it is. And did that Karaman injury hurt more than we thought it was going to hurt? We'll see. Um, speaking of him, there was an update on that. Andreas Ernst uh, put out some updates. Uh, so it looks like Kine Karaman suffered a torn muscle and will probably be, won't be ready until October at the earliest. Uh, looks like Dominic Drexler is in training once again, and Brian Lastman, another player who I think we need we need big time uh, at the moment because we're, we're lacking in the scoring department. Uh, he should be coming up, uh, getting ready to fit soon as well. So we'll see. It's just perplexing. I mean, clearly we don't have the defense to do what we did there at the end of the game. There, it, <laughs> we better not be doing it anymore. We just cannot. I don't care. I don't care for uh got a red card. Play freaking offensive football uh, and keep the ball, keep possession, keep as long as you have the ball, they're not gonna have possession, especially in that game against Wiesbaden. It's not like they were creating dangerous opportunities throughout the game. They barely they barely did anything in that game. Uh Mueller had a couple saves, but if you kept possession, 
see the game out the way you're playing the first 80 minutes, it's over one nothing, maybe 2 nothing, because the team was starting to cook there with Kiki Top at the end and lots of um, – they're starting to create some opportunities. And even Poulter looked hungry there. But, uh, yeah, they, they deviated, and hopefully we learn our lesson because going forward, it's going to have to be – one, we have to figure out how the midfielders are going to help. Maybe we need the two holding midfielders to kind of help that, that back four because that back four can't stop anything at the moment. Uh, they struggle on the defensive – they struggle, struggle on the direct play. They struggle on catching runners. Uh, they struggle on the crosses. They're struggling on many things, many facets of the game. So the offense might have to hurt a little bit, but I'd rather have some stability. And then hopefully, you know, some of these guys like Odarogo, Kiki Top, uh, even Toronto if he gets a chance to poach. But somebody has to come up and step up and, and, and help this offense get a, a goal or an opportunity at least. The set pieces I have faith in, but we got to earn them. We got to get down there. Oh, Darogo looked like a man possessed, and he was creating fouls. Uh, so keep feeding him the ball. If he's a hot hand, keep feeding him the balls. If Kazuki can find his legs, Kazuki did not look that great in that game, to be honest, for me. Um, let me know if you think otherwise. But I was, I'm not impressed by Kiki Top at the uh, Kiki Top. Right, <laughs> Kazuki at the moment. And I don't know if it's just like, I don't know, maybe it's a mental thing at the moment, but it didn't seem like he was all there uh, offensively. Again, Odarogo looking really good. He's looking better than a box-to-box, honestly. Um, yeah, Eric says transition is their biggest weakness. And I think two holding midfielders would help in that regard because you're helping out the defense, and you got two guys now who can help you know, pass the ball up. Bringing Schall- getting Schallerberg back from the red card, is it two games or one game for suspension? We'll, we'll see. But having two guys in that holding midfield role will help, hopefully, in that transition game. One of those guys get it to Odarogo, and it should the whole one of the two holding midfielders should not be Odarogo. It shouldn't. One of those two holding holding two midfielders needs to get it to Odarogo, who's playing more of the attacking role. I think it should be, so then he can transition up the pitch and, and find uh, the other players around him. But it's not it's not the uh, ideal situation to be going into this international break, and it's it's infuriating at the moment. And like I said, I'm trying not to curse. I really am, <laughs> but feel free to. Feel free to send some tweets there or some chats and some messages in the chat with your curse words of choice in the language of your choice as well. So, oh, man, it's just uh, I'm trying not to let me try to move on to something else, something more a little bit more positive. Uh, Sven Larsen, oh, excuse me, Soren Larsen, I'm thinking of uh, the player there. Soren Larsen, uh, 42nd birthday yesterday. Uh, was it today, I guess? Well, it was 14 hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so his birthday him. We could use him at the moment, couldn't we? We could seriously, we seriously could use him. Uh, let's see. Look at some news. Look at some practice. Um, yeah, drive me crazy. Oh, some you know, someone in the chat. David mentioned all the all the youngsters that get called up, uh, including a guy who's on the on the first team uh, at the moment, uh, Yusuf Kabadia. Uh, he got his call up to the U20s, uh, so good for him. Um, nice to see that. Hopefully, he gets more experience there and brings it back to the team and helps us there. So, um, excited to see what he can blossom into he's young I, I didn't realize how young he was but yeah he's 20 i think he's 20 years old only so um looking at what else here um yeah you know it's nice that uh Merkin got his first assist that was a nice feel-good moment but it kind of gets wiped out honestly for the lack of defensive responsibility that he had on that own goal or the goal that they scored to equalize um and thomas Oyan is not without blame he was probably Justice at fault for not coming back and helping out because you knew that tradition Kaminsky would have to step over because that guy was coming on the you know by himself with no one on him. Um, but uh, yeah, here we go. Let's see. Um, let's see what else the news. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, 
I think we mentioned this last podcast. We certainly could use this guy now. Uh, but center back Thomas Kalash joins Schalke. Uh, he'll be number 26. Uh, hopefully he's ready in the near future because it seems like Baumgartel and Kaminsky ain't it. It's not it. It's not. So uh, hopefully he can uh, provide something here for, for Schalke. So uh, we'll see. We, we certainly need the defensive help. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, looking here at some of my notes. Uh, look at the table. Let's look at the table. Um, cur- currently, we are 12th position. And I mentioned how many points we are behind the leaders at the moment. Um, seven goals for, nine against. We just got to stop defense. I mean, there's only one, two, three teams, uh, four teams that have worse goals. Well, one, two, three, four, five, six, six teams that actually have worse defenses than us. Uh, but still, that's not an excuse. We need to stop. We need to have one of the best defenses in the league. When we were two years ago in this fight to league, we had one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, and when Thomas Rice took over for uh, last year for Wagner, we had one of the best defenses in the league. And all of a sudden, we just can't we can't put it together. And you know, we Jack and I had this worry. And we had this worry two years ago, but also this year as well. You have such an influx of players, so many new players. How are they going to gel together? Right now, it doesn't seem like it's working. They need to find a way. They need to go on bond somewhere. I don't know. They got to figure things out. Um, I think the team is capable of winning. Winning. I don't know if they're going to be able to get promoted, but we'll see. They got to get in a hot run, right? Uh, our team two years ago with that talented team we had in the Svaiti League last time, it wasn't until, what, a six, seven, eight-game run at the end of the season where we eventually got the promotion. Um so I mean, it tells you we just gotta we gotta bring it because this is a, a difficult year, and teams are off to a flying start. Hamburg is just flying, thirteen goals for five against. Um, Magdeburg thirteen goals for eight against. They're the two best highest scoring teams in the league. The good news is they give up eight goals, so they're gonna give up goals. They like I said, last game was six to four. It could be a similar scoreline against them, but they'll probably have the six. We need to figure something out. We need to stop. We need to watch some tape of the opposition as well. I think it's how do we all see this, what's going on with the other teams and know what the, what the strengths are and how to stop them. And we're not doing this. We're not translating this on a pitch. I don't know if it's the players. I don't know if it's a coach. I don't know. Maybe it's just rough patch, like I said. But when those injuries, we start getting guys back. Hopefully, it's for the better. Hopefully, it's for the better. Uh, let's see. Let's see what else do I want to talk about here. Uh, let's go to what else is Shaka talking about here. There's something on the website I had. Where did I had the website up here in a second. Uh, here we go. All right, so um, more stuff about the game. I mean, I'm happy for more that more scored to score the goal. Uh, but um, playing the friendly against Ulm on Friday, like I said, they're in the third division. The game will be at uh, looks like 6:30 European time, so that's about yeah, midday game for us. 12:30, 12:30 here in the in Eastern United States. 11:30 uh, Chicago land time. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, the, the positive thing here we can look at is the Kanapa the youth, the youth Academy is doing very well. Uh, the Kanapa is, uh, currently eighth in the original Liga. Um, doing okay. 14 goals for 13 goals against, um, they've been on a little bit of a, a, a good spell lately. Uh, they, they won, uh, the other day, um, where they went, uh, three, nothing, I guess, Rodinghausen, um, Alemania Aachen, they drew 0-0. Uh, they beat Gladbach, second team, 6-3, which is a good result there. Uh, so they've been on better form lately. They had struggled uh, to start the season, much like um, much like the senior team did, right? But uh, the youth academy is doing much better at the moment. 
Um, where is my my page that I wanted to use? There it is. There it is. All right. So let me pull this up. Does it have the? There it is. That's what I wanted to show. Uh, boom, 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 boom. So uh, yeah, they won seven two uh, in the Pokal, the Junior Pokal, uh, in the first round victory. There you see all the goal scorers there. Um, they're playing football. They're playing attractive football. All these youth teams are playing attractive at the moment, and you love seeing it. Um, just got to find a way for those guys to translate into the senior team. Kiki Top is is right on the verge now of um, making a name for himself on this team. He, I thought he did very well against Wiesbaden. I can see more minutes for him, see what he can do. He seems very smooth on the ball, good transition, got a nose for goal. Got a nose for the assist as well. He's got good vision. Uh, lots of really should put that ball away there. But I thought he looked good next to you know a guy like Poulter or uh, a similar guy would be Simeon, Simon Toroda. Uh, but he's a good couple. He's not. We have so many strikers that are, that are similar in in build and everything. Right, Toroda, Poulter, Kataman. They're all like similar type players. Uh, so it's good to have a, a guy like Kiki Top who a little bit more more versatile, a little bit more pace here. Has a skill set obviously and has a vision. And linking him and linking up with uh, Odraogo, if Kozuki can step up or somebody else can step up, last may come back. Um, maybe we can start cooking offensively, but the defense is what worries me. And as Eric pointed out, the transition game is um, is hurting at the moment. Um, looking what else? Uh, let's see. Um, look at the results that they had. U17s played uh, a friendly against. Uh, FC Tente, they're they're U18s and uh, they won uh, four to one in the friendly. Uh, we had goals, two goals from Vasic and Yarko had a goal, and as well as Fozar. Um, so good result there for the U17s, U19s. Not as not as uh, victorious <laughs> uh, in their friendly game, um, but they they lost. Excuse me, two nothing to Mulheim, uh, FC 97 Mulheim, uh, two nothing there. So yeah, it's a friendly. So. Um, Hopefully, uh, Rice has learned his lesson. It won't play the Klappenschmiede this time for the Teshpiel because uh, that wasn't a good result and that kind of domino affected the rest of the results for us because it seemed like our momentum was all, our confidence was gone after that game. And maybe it's pure coincidence. Maybe. But I don't know. I, I, you lose to some youngsters. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it doesn't sit well with me. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, it, it's good for Klappenschmiede. We, again, we got to find a way to bond. I think that's the, the main thing with the, with the senior team. There's some players that can ball. Are they going to be winning the league? I, I don't know. It's to be determined with this, with this team that they have here. But I think they're good enough that they can compete for a freaking position, uh, a promotion position. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but we got to figure it out quick. Got to figure it out quick. Got to find some way to defend here in the last, um, what, what day is today? Today's six. Next 10 days. We got Magdeburg on the horizon. And the game's at home, but we've seen the season home away. It doesn't really matter. We're just not playing well. <laughs> so you got to figure it out, at least here in the last three, four games. So uh, rant over, somewhat of rant, ramble, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, episode 200 coming up here on the horizon. Excited for that. Can't believe we've been doing this for uh, seven seasons now. So, uh, hey, there, hey, there's my face. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we're not in a good position at the moment. I <laughs> gotta figure it out. Rice has got to figure it out. It's gonna do better with substitutions. Um, maybe it's time for Lord Matriciani to get into the starting lineup. Hmm? Maybe I like Kaminsky, but he and uh, 
he and uh, Bob Garlands can't figure it out for whatever the heck and reason is. David says, in the U-17, keep, her, uh, keep an eye on uh, Tayan Exabasi and Simon in the U-19. Blue Becker, yeah, Ihan, yeah, he scored a goal the other day, or today, yes, for that matter. Um, yeah, U-19 is stacked. It's good to see that we have some um, talent now in the youth team. It's been, I feel like it's been a while, right? Uh, but hopefully they can continue to build their confidence and then get a chance, an opportunity uh, with the senior team because if this these results keep happening – uh, with the with the senior team, then <laughs> why the hell are they playing? Why the hell are they playing, right? Eric says, if we are within six points of the 26th game day, we'll have a decent chance. Yeah, I agree about that. We have to be in a puncher's chance. Um, and actually, I want to see the schedule at the end of the season because we did this last year, right? And we said, we, we saw what the end of the Bundesliga season was like. And we're like, son of a gun. It's gonna be, we're going to have to give ourselves some cushion. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, but looking at the end of our schedule here, uh let's see so the last how far do we go? one two three four five six we'll start with hurt the berlin so hurt the berlin is on march 16th carl's room okay not bad hanover 96 not bad on april 6th we play our friends at nuremberg in april 11th elversburg on the 20th and then we got dusseldorf uh they're they're top of the table at the moment uh Osnabrück, which is good they're towards the bottom and they probably will be for the rest of the season hansa rostock and then the last game is the Groit Deferred. So six points in match day 26. Is that the I think that it might be the day we play uh Hertha Berlin. Need to get a win that game, right? For sure. But uh we gotta we need to get some results here. So um season by not done by any stretch. I'm not in the uh, Thomas Rice Rouse uh bandwagon yet. I think I'm I can safely say Jack is not as well. Um so we'll we'll see we'll see where we're at. But I I I Rice has got to figure it out. Rice has got to figure it out. And I don't even think I'm at a a place. I mean we're we're at the over there Winterpause and we're at the languishing at the bottom of the table. Let's talk. Um, but until then, we got some winnable games. We have a, a little bit of a gauntlet coming up after the break. But again, we got those teams that we play at the end of the season. Those are the same teams we'll play right after this gauntlet. So here, if we can. Get good results against them and build it for the end of the season. We have a, a, a puncher's chance. Um, and at least we're not playing Magdeburg, St. Pauli, Hamburg at the end of the season. Uh, we're playing them early on in the second half. So um, get those games out of the way and then focus on the teams we have to beat because, my goodness, we have to win. We have to win those games. We got, and we got to give ourselves a chance, uh, a puncher's chance to you know get promoted. So we'll see. We'll see here. International break. <laughs> what are you what are you guys gonna be watching during the national break? Some uh the German team, gonna watch the youth team, see if they uh, what they can do, some of our youngsters can do uh in that. Let me know. I don't know. I'm just gonna be uh just enjoying a little bit of football, a little bit of everything, whatever's on TV. Um <laughs> had a little bit of a clickbait today. I saw a little article that said where you can watch, and this is for those who live in the states like Jack and I, it's like, well, where you can watch all fight the league of games. I'm like, oh, okay. Put it on, and it's just like, oh, ESPN Plus has selective fight the league of games. I'm like, you mother. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's um, shout out to whoever was in the Discord that um, told me about what was that? Live TV uh, It's a it's a site I'd watch on my mobile phone. That's because it has a little bit better uh, spam blockers there. But you better have a good spam blocker if you're gonna watch this. Use this website, but you can watch the game. That's how I've been watching all the games so far. Uh, trying to get Jack on that bandwagon as well there. 
you gotta find you gotta watch out games by any means necessary so uh hopefully the next games uh let's see if the next game is going to be on when the next game is going to be on televised for shaka here um let's see here uh magdeburg game doesn't look like it at the moment you imagine say Pauli will be but it hasn't been announced just yet actually none of them are announced right now so we'll see uh if, if um ESPN was smart. They would put Magdeburg against Schalke on, on ESPN Plus and St. Pauli for sure. Uh, that was huge. That'll be a huge draw. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. So uh, I'm optimistic with Bryce, but um, the optimism is starting to wane on me. So clearly, because I'm getting sick here and uh, uh, lose my voice here too. So I'd probably assign to end this podcast. No more ranting from me. Um, good luck to Kanapashmina going forward. We. May have to pay pay more and more closer attention to you for the those guys and uh, some of the youth talent coming up because uh, some exciting players potentially coming up here. So let's see what they can do. But uh, yep, hopefully Jack, you feel better. I'll try to get better myself. My voice, get my voice back. I've almost got it all back here. So um, enjoy the national break and uh, get ready for a little bit of a uh, more drinking. That's what we are, Shaka fans, right? We drink. Shaka forces us to so. <laughs> See your doctor in the international break. Make sure you're healthy enough to watch Shalka. <laughs> uh, but for everyone else, for Jack, for myself, uh, for everyone, shout out to the Discord again. If you're not on it, join it. Uh, but we'll catch you guys soon. Enjoy your international break. Gluck off. Oh, my God.